Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast, so you get to hear what I've been up to in the week this one was recorded, and we'll be talking games, movies, TV, and I'm reliably informed that there's a lot of entertainment in this one. Um, I mean a lot. Uh, if you like films, talking films people, we're talking films. Before we get to that, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop any reviews you might feel like dropping. And uh, generally, just get out there, get this podcast shared around and uh, share the love. Right, let's get started. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Alright, how are you doing? You well? Good. Oh. Uh, straight off the bat, I expect a reasonably quick one this week. Um, anybody who was listening last week can probably guess why that is. Not really out in the world as much these days. So, uh... Strangely enough, a lot more entertainment stuff to go through, and a lot less life, I suppose. I uh, don't know what day it was. Wednesday last week, sports day. Um, trying to think, because I was like, oh, didn't go to sports day last year, why was that? Oh yeah, that's right, there was a global pandemic on. Um, and I'm guessing that was the year before as well. Um, short version is, I, have, I haven't been to um, to a sports day, I don't think. Um, so, nice opportunity to go. Um, it was split into two. Um, it was my eldest's sports day in the morning, and went back in the afternoon for the middle daughter's sports day. Um, and it's it's good stuff like that. Like I've I've done, I've often said about when you go to things like um like the dance shows, you're only there to see your child, so. Being in a situation where you have to watch a lot of other children do a lot of things that ultimately you're not interested in isn't great. Um, but what I what I do have to sort of say is um, really tight. Um, they they got through all the races. They they were you know kept it moving. There was no breaks, no nothing. The weather just about managed to hold off in the morning. Was good in the afternoon. Um, <clears throat> So, it it was less painful than it could have been, um, and great to get the opportunity to see um, to see my children doing sports stuff. Um, my eldest had told me that she was definitely going to win the running race. She told me that she was the second fastest in her 
year. Um, I didn't question how that then meant she was going to win um, her race if she was second fastest in her year. But it turned out that there was there was groups, and I'm guessing she was just in a particular group. So she um, she came second in the first two races she did. She did, in fact, win the running race. And uh, there was a relay, but it was just absolute chaos and carnage. So I don't, I don't know, even know if there was a winner for that one. Middle daughter, um, obviously with the with the younger with the younger group, the younger age, um, definitely a bit more chaos in general, um, but. There was, I think it might have been the egg and spoon race. And I was like, she's absolutely smashed that. She's definitely coming first. Um, and I checked with her later and, uh, yeah, she'd, she'd come first in that one. So, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good time, good opportunity. It was nice to be able to have the chance to go. Um, I had to, move a few things around but it was nice to get the opportunity to go see them do that it was uh it was good it was good all in all um over the oh dear over the last week or so um the biggest question i've had over the last week is how is it that I ever managed to do a job? How is it that I managed to be employed? Now, I am, to my knowledge, still employed. But I am not working. Jesus. And at this point in time, I question how I was able to do a job. My days are generally, at the moment, get up, go for a run, take the youngest daughter wherever she needs to be on that particular day, walk the dog, get a bit of time with the with the youngest, the now youngest, um, go to the gym, get home, shower, have some lunch and then generally there's like this small block of time in the afternoon sometimes it's less than an hour or about an hour and then it's either collect the youngest daughter do something like you know tea or whatever and then that's like the day gone and I'm just like where would I fit a job in if I was working, obviously, with like life events, um, it is just that you know life changes and you you have to adapt and you have to you know overcome these things. But it is it has struck me as incredibly weird, just like that that day is filled that day you know tomorrow full, day after full. It's like. Where, where would I do a job in all of this? So weird. The other thing, uh, you know, I don't know if you, 
maybe a crisis of conscience or something. Um, I've been feeling like there's a very much a lot of, um, like in that list I gave, there was a lot of me in there. I have to run. I have to go to the gym. I have to walk the dog, you know. It's a family dog, but ultimately my responsibility. Um, and I've just been in this, am I doing enough? Am I not doing enough? Should I be doing more? Where would I fit that in? It's just this incredible lack of time. I, I, I had it in my head that I would finish work. I would have all this time to do all of these things. Because oh, I, I don't have to. I don't have any work to do, so I've got to do this instead or that instead. I've got to fill that time, and yes, there'll be a baby, but, and so on and so forth. Now I'm like, there isn't enough time to do anything. Every day it's like, okay, uh, what did I achieve today? This, 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 and this. What else did I achieve? Nothing. There wasn't the time. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've been, like I say, concerned that I'm not doing enough in certain areas. Um, there's a lot of jobs that need doing, and I, I feel almost like a lot like I'm not really here. Dog needs walking twice a day, a run gym if you put if you put that together you're looking the best part of four hours and when i'm talking about the day i'm talking basically between about eight and five so take four hours out of that you gotta get some meals in there and you know showers and things like that there just isn't isn't any time and I have thought about, oh, well, maybe, maybe now's not the time to be running, for example. Um, no, no surprises uh, that running was the first thing that came to mind that I could get rid of. Um, or maybe now's not the time to be going to the gym. Now, I will say this. I have to go to the gym rather than working out at home. So that does make a bit of a difference, but it's not making a huge difference. The gym's fairly local. So it's just this, and I, I suppose as a as a parent, I've always questioned whether I do enough, or have been doing enough, or could do more. Um, but I'm, yeah, when it's like, well, should I stop running? Should I stop going to the gym? It's like I I would hate to see what would happen if that was the case, because I am very overweight. And that's with the amount of stuff I do each week. I can't imagine what would happen if I stopped doing those things. I can't imagine I'd be losing a lot of weight. Let's put it that way. Um, something else that we've been dealing with, and for a lot of it, not dealing with wouldn't be the right word. It's just been something that's been happening, is all the building work that's been going on. Uh, there has been a little, there has been an element today of having to deal with it. Um, there's some things that aren't quite right. Um, 
uh, I was going to say not through anyone's fault, but I, I personally, I personally feel it could have been avoided, but that's just me. Um, so there's some corrections and changes that need to be made, which apparently are getting done tomorrow. Um, it's not necessarily been as disruptive as we thought it would be with having a baby and a dog and two cats that hate it when people come to the house. Um, so that's been a major plus side. I will have to touch wood on that one. Um, so there is this one thing though. Um, the main guy, the main man, not, not Lobo, just, just the main guy. Um, it's fairly quiet and he works fairly quiet. So, um, there's no... There's no radio on. Um, but I think it's maybe the joiners that um, that like to have the radio on. And it's like some kind of weird torture experiment. Because all I can think is if I had to do a job where I was like... In a, in a situation where there was like music on and especially something that was on the radio I, I'd, I'd go pretty insane pretty fast the the music on the radio I don't think it can really be called music it's it's truly awful it's it's terrible it's it, it makes you question your beliefs. It's just the worst. And like I was saying, I had to go to the gym. How is he going to a gym and the music they play in the gym is just so bad? So far, I've heard the Spice Girls every time I've been to the gym and... Nearly every time I've heard the the Wild Wild West song, the the Will Smith one. Are we allowed to say Will Smith these days? I'm never sure on the rules. <sighs> Popular music is awful. Um, radio is awful. I've noticed a, a distinct decline in the radio. Um, I have both cars set to Planet Rock, which is a, a dab radio station. And there was a time, many, many moons ago, when Planet Rock was good because it played good music. Um, there were times when I would uh, have, it, have it come on in the morning to get me out of bed, and it, and it worked because it was good music, good to listen to. Uh, Alice Cooper used to do the breakfast show. It was great. Uh, now, it's like, what is it that we're listening to right now? Because it's certainly... I think they used the term, or the word, rock, very liberally. There was something on the other day, and I'm like, there is no reality anywhere that this is considered rock. What are you doing? Um, so, yes. Uh, the 
the radio has been uh, a source of not entertainment let's put it that way um i wanted to update on something this is something that i feel i'm feeling quite strong about um people who've been listening for a while might uh remember me talking about intermittent fasting and how i've been doing it for a long time and that was a bad thing um, and it's very much something that's supposed to not be done for a long time, which I've only realized recently or found out recently. Um, and I've substituted it with um, something that's very difficult for me to do. I know that will come as a surprise. Um, but eating more. So I decided, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to eat more. We're going to eat more protein. And the thing that has amazed me is that by eating more, I'm losing more weight, and I can't, I can't process it. My brother-in-law explains it to me frequently, and I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. It, it's always been, if you want to lose weight, eat less. And I do get it. I do understand it. It's just that brain it's like a brain brain barrier i guess like i understand the the science and the mentality but i also know what i've been told and taught for for years and years and years and years you want to lose weight stop eating so much job done um but it does seem to be doing the job i, I spoke to to my brother-in-law today and i did say my fear is that i'm going to get so far with this and this is going to stop working but um for now just going to keep it up and see where it takes me and if it needs adjustment if it needs changing it if it needs something then i'll have to do that finally for this week um it's one it's one of those things I used to go to the gym for years. I went to the gym. Um, I was thinking back and I was like, I started going to the gym when I was like 14. And I've done it on and off basically since then. Um, And I signed up to a gym that I didn't like for a lot. And I mean a lot of reasons. Um, But it was a 24-hour gym. And I worked out if you went to the gym at 11 o'clock at night, there was nobody there and you could do whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. So every machine was free and all that sort of stuff. And I loved it. Um, I hated the gym, but I loved the opportunity to be able to go when there was no one there. The gym I've signed up to now, that's not a thing. It's not an option. It's not a possibility. You've got to go during the day. Well, when you go during the day, there are other people there. I went late today. Um, nearly an hour late and uh, I got there and there was nobody there and by that I mean like in the time I was there there was like 10 people Um, so you know when there's like 20 25 treadmills and there's 10 people in there you can safely say you're the only person using the treadmills when there's 10 people in there and there's 3 different benches for doing bench press yeah, you're the only person doing bench press. 
that's all well and good right up until you get to the back end of your workout and it's like okay i've got to do some cable machine work there are three cable machines there are 10 people here and four of the people four of the 10 people that are here are using cable machines and one of the things that annoyed me was that I went to I went to use one of the cable machines and a woman cut in front of me and like like stole my place um which obviously wasn't wasn't great all around um I was like well uh, this guy there, he's been using that for a while. Maybe he will be done soon. So I'll go and do something else and I'll come back. It is the end of my workout, but I've got a couple of little bits I can do. So that's that. And he was getting finished up and he was getting done. And I was like, right, the moment he leaves, I can give it like a couple of seconds to not look like I was just waiting to pounce. Um, and then I'll get on that on that cable machine. And he did leave. He left the gym. And as he was leaving, somebody came through the door. So one one out, one in situation. And that person made a beeline from the door to the cable machine. And at this point, I was like, I can't make it look like I'm doing anything else right now. So I am going to have to leave this. So that's what I did. I had to leave two exercises from my workout. And I hate it. Because at the end of the day, you didn't complete your workout. That workout is now hanging over your head for the rest of time. Because I'm not going to pick it up tomorrow. I'm not going to go tomorrow and be like, oh, I just need to quickly do uh, those two cable machines. The two cable machine sets. I'm not going to do that, am I? Reason? Because it's leg day tomorrow and you need everything you've got for leg day. So, where do I get that back? There are things that are good about going to the gym. They are few, but there are things that are good about going to a gym. Um, the vast um, amount of equipment, which all works well up until the point that there's that much equipment and you still can't get to use it. Um, yeah. That's kind of the week. Um, there's a lot of entertainment stuff to go through I have got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven films to go through luckily for you only two of them are new so they'll get the they'll get the lion's share uh, TV wise uh, just so we're, so we're clear so I'm up front with you there's no VR uh, it, it's unlikely there will be any VR for a little while. I'm still trying to get things settled down in the house in a variety of different ways. So it's unlikely there'll be any VR for a while. If you tune in for the VR segment, which I'd be surprised, um, maybe come back in a few weeks. Sorry. TV-wise... Um, Carried on with watching uh, How About Your Mother. Um, it's it's kind of like putting on an old pair of slippers. But it's kind of like putting on an old pair of slippers that's got a hole in. So it's like, oh man, 
These slippers are comfy and they're like molded to my feet. But then every now and then you remember why you stopped wearing them because there's that hole in them. Um, I was saying the other day, the biggest problem with How I Met Your Mother is the fact that the main character is so incredibly unlikable and annoying and just... Just... <sighs> You're only there for the, the supporting characters um, who are great. All the rest of the actors, characters, whatever, are great. The main character's awful. So this this second time through is a little hard to swallow in places. For the majority of the time, it, it's a so it's a chuckle. It's not a laugh. It's a chuckle. Um, but there are points where it's like, uh, I was on with the boys, um, and I watched. I watched an episode that had a musical bit in, and uh, a, lot, a lot of long-running TV series eventually do a musical episode. In a lot of cases, it's the death of the TV series. Uh, I think I talked about it when I was watching Scrubs again. Musical episodes can often be the death uh, of a series, a long-running series, and more and more, more and more TV series have been put in it earlier and earlier. The only thing I could think was... For the people who are tuning in to watch The Boys, who is this for? Admittedly, it wasn't a musical episode. It just had a musical number in. But who was it for? Who was like, ah, that was the best bit. Of everything that I've seen in The Boys, that was the best bit. And, and, and my interpretation, personally, I was like, it's for no one other than the makers so why did we bother? It, it's stuff like that. That I'm just like, but why? I'm reliably informed by everybody in the world that the next episode is apparently the best episode of TV there has ever been. Um, and with a name like Herogasm, I'm sure it is going to be a doozy. Haven't got around to it yet. Um, one of those. I haven't actually found the time to get around to it, which is weird when I'm going to talk about seven films I've watched. Um, but uh, it's hard to explain. You got to be in the right place to watch uh, an episode or something. Um, when I talk about the films, you'll notice there's there's some um, length involved, <laughs> um, and that's. That's done on purpose. I'll I'll explain that. I was going to say I'll explain that in a minute. I'm going to explain it now. So, in fact, I'm going to turn my chair. I'm going to take a big drink. Here we go. Ready? Mmm. Delicious, delicious water. Right. Ah. The phone locked. Okay. First film. Um, recently, um, Disney Plus, is it called Disney Plus? Oh, brain fat. Uh, Disney Plus has added, uh, what is now called Le Mans 66. I believe originally it was called Ford versus Ferrari. 
I have seen it before, and I've talked about it before. Um, any long-time listener that can remember that far back, I said it was fine. Uh, but I'd recently, not long before it, watched the documentary that it's based on, and was very disappointed that um, they had they they changed certain elements of the story and they'd not included uh, some fairly big elements to the story. Uh, watching it this time with the documentary being far in the back of my mind I enjoyed it a lot more it was certainly a lot more enjoyable uh, to watch this time around um, so I kind of felt like it had it had done its job this time around um, and, and it was it was very enjoyable um, another film that has been on my radar for donkeys um, I can't think in fact everybody's favorite time listening to me google something because i'm sat at the computer uh, okay so the film came out in 2012 it's 10 years old like i say it's been on my radar 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 for a while uh, i've only just got around to watching it and that film is seven psychopaths. Now then, something that came off off the off this was a. I saw a clip of it and was like, "Oh, I wonder what film that is." B. I was listening to a podcast where they talked about it, and C. I saw that it was available to, available to watch on Disney Plus all in the space of two days, and I was like, "If that's not a sign, I don't know what is." So, having watched Le Mans 66, I put seven psychopaths on. It's got uh, Colin Farrell, Sam Rockwell, Christopher Walken, Woody Harrelson, and a few other people. And it was thoroughly enjoyable. Now then, I'm saying this here now, I'm really enjoying Sam Rockwell's work. Let's face it, Christopher Walken's Christopher Walken. Colin Farrell is Colin Farrell. Woody is Woody, you know, all of that. Sam Rockwell. Um, I will say, uh, I think I enjoy his voice acting maybe more or equally uh, as, his, uh, as his live, as him acting. Um, he was the voice of Wolf in uh, The Bad Guys and... He did a voice in F is for Family, and they they were both great. Um, probably his most notable would be I'm gonna say Iron Man Two. Um, really enjoying Sam Rockwell stuff, uh, and he was fantastic in Seven Psychopaths. Like I say, Christopher Walken. As long as he turns up and plays Christopher Walken, does anybody really care? No. Very entertaining. Very funny. Very, it sort of, it questioned the way that films are made. It was that kind of sort of thing. Reminded me very much of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, just, just a really good, really enjoyable, little bit of a mystery to it. Just super fun film to watch. In case you haven't guessed, I highly recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had a double bill, a double bill. 
another series of films that's on Disney Plus. By the way, this is not a paid advert for Disney Plus. It's just where I found my, where I find myself uh, sometimes. Uh, Kingsman, the Kingsman films. Now then, I've not watched the third one, which is a prequel, because I've not heard good things, uh, and I think I kind of didn't want to spoil it too much. Um, I've seen Kingsman. I've seen the first one many times. I've seen the second one a few times. Um, I'm saying this here and now. I want this known. I want this out there. I think that the first Kingsman is one of the most watchable films there's ever been. Very much like films I've talked about in the past. I'm I'm not saying it's the best film that's ever been made. I'm not saying it's the best film by by a long stretch. But what I'm saying is that there are some films out there that any given moment in time, somebody turns to you and is like, do you want to watch Kingsman? The answer is yes. It's smooth, it's slick, it's fun. It's funny. It's got so many different elements of so many different things that you want it all. And it's great. Something that might maybe strike as a little controversial, I don't know how this... Is gonna is gonna fly, but anyway, I don't think the second one. <sighs> I don't think the second one is anywhere near as good as the first. Um, there are a lot of elements that I like about the second one. I said this to a podcast alum Paul Williams. I said, I have never in all my life seen a film that gets going. As quickly as Kingsman 2. I've never seen a film that gets going that fast. It's literally, you see something, and then it's boom, go. It's like, wow. It's certainly a, a roller coaster from the very start. Um, but I just don't think it's as good. And maybe that's to do with the um, the first one's very much like, like an origin story, I guess. And the second one's just... <sighs> I was going to say generic spy movie, but it, it's not. It's just... <sighs> I can't explain it. And I'm not saying it's a bad film. It's a good film. It's enjoyable. It's fun. All of the stuff I said about the first one. It's just, I don't feel it's just maybe as on par. Um, I did toy with the idea of watching The King's Man. But like I say, I've heard mixed things about it. And I was like, I'm not sure whether now is the time to go into this. Um, I wanted to watch a film a little while ago as a uh, as a homage to a, an actor that passed away. Uh, I realised I didn't own it on Blu-ray. I own it on DVD. Uh, but I don't have access to my DVDs. Um, so I was like, damn it. Uh, when I looked into it, I could buy it on Blu-ray for like £7. So, in homage to uh, the passing of Ray Liotta, I bought Goodfellas. Um, and then it's taken me until now, which I feel bad about, uh, to watch it. But I put it on the other night and I watched it. And uh, that film is phenomenal. That film is just... Mm, it's got to be up there on the list of greatest films ever made. Um, 
I wonder if that's a Google search you could do. I won't, because it'll probably take a, li a little while. But it's got to be up there. Um, I know that Ray Liotta did a lot of a lot of great things. Um, weirdly, one of the most one of my favourite things he ever did was, <laughs> was he was like I think he was Ruxon's boss in an episode or a couple of episodes of the league and he was hilarious he was so good in that like comedy-esque kind of role he was great um a thoroughly enjoyable actor um i was i was i was truly saddened to hear that he'd passed um it was just it was just a real shame um so in homage i watched goodfellas and it did not disappoint after the bajillionth time of watching it uh it's still a phenomenal film uh, i'd watched half of it when i had access to sky uh probably a couple of months ago and it's it's very much one of those films that if it's on and you catch it you're watching it um and that very much happened um so there that was that was that uh, finally got around seeing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, again, something I should probably, I should probably make, uh, quite apparent. Uh, for me, the MCU was kind of over with Endgame. Uh, I, I will allow the Spider-Man film that came, um, although I suppose... I suppose two of those Spider-Man films came after Endgame, so I'll allow those Spider-Man films to be included because uh, I feel like it was a bit of like almost like tidying up. Um, and I did watch, as we know, I did watch Moon Knight, which was largely just disappointing. Uh, like I fully expect all of the um, MCU things to be. I, I've, I've noticed that we're seeing a, a decline in um, the MCU stuff. And the Star Wars stuff, apparently Obi-Wan has been thoroughly disappointing. Um, hey, at the end of the day, it was on Disney. Again, not a paid promotion. It was on Disney, so I thought I'd give it a whirl. And at the end of it, I said it was fine. Um, one of those things, I think that the first Doctor Strange film is possibly one of the best MCU films. Um, I've always said that the thing that's great about uh, Doctor Strange is that it's literally non-stop action. It just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. Something is happening at all times in that film. Which is a complete contrast to every other Marvel film. Um, there's, no, there's no Marvel film that's like Doctor Strange for its sheer volume of something happening. Um... No spoilers, because... But, uh... How can I say this without spoilers? It's hard to watch a film... Where the bad guy... Where you spend your time thinking that the bad guy shouldn't be the bad guy. Um, and it's how they finally beat the bad guy it's like you could have done that at the start you could have done that right at the very beginning and, and have just been done with it um 
it was fine. Uh, it was interesting to see some of the aspects of the multiverse. Uh, this character exists in this universe, but is, you know, ultimately played by a different uh, actor or actress or whatever. Uh, that's, a, that's always interesting. Um, first edition of another superhero group, shall we say? And leave it at there. It was fine. It, it, it was it was largely not offensive. Um, another long one, another long film that I decided to watch. Having watched Goodfellas, there's only one natural thing to watch next, and that is Casino. Uh, again, a film that I did actually own. I bought a little while ago. I replaced my DVD with a Blu-ray. Everybody has to own it, that sort of thing. Uh, but never, never actually got around to watching it. It was on my to-do list, and I never got to it. So I was like, hey, perfect time. It's three hours long. Let's do this. <sighs> watching it so close to Goodfellas was a mistake. Because I think I've always known, but never really realised until now, that Casino is nowhere near as good as Goodfellas. And whereas Goodfellas has elements of, of relationships, um, Casino is very much just this really obscure, almost love triangle, love square. And it gets real dull after a while. Now, don't get me wrong. Casino is a great film. I think I just watched it too close to Goodfellas. And I found I found some aspects of it quite hard to deal with uh, the the relationship between uh, Robert De Niro's character and Sharon Stone's character. Um, I, I felt it was a little bit too close to home. Um, it was a very very difficult watch. Um, there was a, one scene in particular that I, I was I really struggled with. Um, so that, that, that's always going to put you off stuff when you're like, I don't feel comfortable whilst watching this sort of thing. Um, so it was a difficult watch in places and um, still a good film, still a great film. Not as good as Goodfellas. Um, and that shines through a lot more when you watch it almost straight after watching Goodfellas, which I'm pretty sure I've done previously and been fine with. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of that, really. Um, <clears throat> anybody who's keeping count, that was all the movies. That was all seven films. Um, so, <clears throat> that just leaves, leaves us games. One thing that I am... Um, <clears throat> not overly able to do at the moment is play a lot of games. Um, but thanks to um, thanks to Leanne and the way we've been able to work stuff, there has been a little bit of gameplay. Uh, the only game I've played is Splinter Cell Blacklist. Um, <clears throat> saw a thing today, announcement today, having just bought it, that um, Ubisoft are going to stop the support for the game. Which was super fun. Um, I'd almost considered buying the DLC, but apparently as part of the uh, the support ceasing for the game, 
Uh, one of the things that, that we'll see is the potential for DLCs to stop working, which I thought was uh, a lot of fun. Um, touch wood, because I haven't finished it, but I am enjoying this game. I honestly do not know what happened when I originally played it. I, I just don't know what happened. Um, I know I owned it. I know I played it. I know I had trouble with, um, like, it's like, there was like a menu, so it's like the in-between missions bit. I always think, thought I was doing it wrong. And then I seemed to think I maybe finished it and just went, that was that, I'll play it again at some point, and just never did. And I'm just, I'm just spending my time playing it now, kicking myself going, you could have had a lot of fun with this game. There's a lot of meat on the bone here. And for whatever reason, it's all been missed. So I'm loving my second bite of the pie. There's a lot of food references here. I'm loving the fact that I didn't pay a lot of money for it. Um, I'm loving the opportunity to play it again. I'm really looking forward to playing it again. There's very much an element of you're probably supposed to play it multiple times to get the most out of it, like upgrades and things like that. Um, touch wood, like I say, I keep saying it, touch wood, because, you know, it could turn around and bite me in the ass at the end. Um, really good, really enjoyable, real fun. Um, I'll do, like, a full review he says um if i get around to finishing it anytime in the near future um but yeah a lot of fun uh i'm i'm enjoying it <clears throat> and that's it i know i said it was short i know i probably maybe didn't didn't consider how long it was gonna be but hey a lot of podcasts there for you uh right that's it i'll catch you next time so there you go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another one gone. Ah, where do they all go? Into the ether, that's where. Thank you for listening along. Uh, before you go, please do consider clicking those like buttons, share the podcast around, subscribe if you haven't already subscribed, and uh, drop any reviews you might fancy dropping. You can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. We've got social media links and an email button so you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.